this question right what did you think that this movie was about before we started before we watched it well i thought because of my previous experience with movies called ghost of girlfriends something or other i thought that it would be about a guy who is visited from his ex-girlfriend's in a way that would change him. So essentially, How what this movie that? was about. <laughs> what you just said. Yeah, so I essentially already knew what this movie was about. Yeah. But did you imagine that it was going to be like a John Tucker must die situation? No. I thought it would be like, I don't know, they, he would come across them in heartwarming ways that would change him for the better. So... If you look at this movie poster, what would you think that the movie was about? Okay, I would think that those were his ex-girlfriends that he broke up with on Christmas and they're coming back to entangle him. I also would think that the two of those people would end up together. Right? Yeah. You would assume that the ex-boyfriend would be more important. Yeah, which he was really a very, very... He was in like three scenes. Secondary character. Third, really. <laughs> like he, yeah. yeah. Like I honestly, like once, once he left, I kind of assumed he would not be part of it anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess like. The other guy should be on there. He was in more. Yeah. He should also be like creeping around the tree. Yeah. With the gay best friend. Eh, he wasn't in it very much. He showed up at the beginning and the end. Yeah, but he was spitting some hard truth. Yeah. Whenever What's-Her-Face needed it. He should be, like, pulling the strings, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should, like, he should be, like, popping out of the top here upside down <laughs> in a whimsical fashion. Well, that's not what I thought. I mean, that poster doesn't really do a good job of showing what the movie is. No, it really doesn't. And um, that's all I really have to say about that. <laughs> Alrighty. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The only and best podcast with a husband and wife watching bad movies on a date night. Sharing their thoughts and opinions with you, the audience. I'm Nigel from com, And with me is my wife, Caitlin. Hello. Merry Christmas. Again. Again. It's a, it's a month of Christmas movies. My favorite kind of month. Are these movies making you love Christmas more than you already loved Christmas? No. <laughs> they are not. Are they sucking the Christmas joy out of you? No, I don't know what any of them have to do about Christmas. I know. I'm excited to talk about that with you. <laughs> this week we are talking about Girlfriends of Christmas Past, the 2016 rom-com written and directed by Jake Helgren, starring Tamin Sursock, Brent Bailey, Lindsay McKean... Abigail Klein, and John Brotherton. For all of you Fuller House lovers out there, the guy who plays the doctor, uh, the veterinarian, he's in this movie. Yes. He so, fun plays fact. the ex-boyfriend, Anderson Whitmire. Yep. So, fun fact. Caitlin, 
what? Uh, tell us all of your thoughts on Saved by the Bell, the new class. What? I hated that show. That was the worst show. How much of it did you watch? I probably watched one episode, and I was like, this is not Saved by the Bell. Get out of my life, you imposer. Tell us how similar to Saved by the Bell it was. It was... I mean, it was basically like... I guess an updated version of Saved by the Bell, but it was like... I don't know. It's like whenever they tried to do Girl Meets World. Yeah. It's like, let's make it cool and edgy, but it's basically the same and bad. Yeah, it it, uh, looks pretty bad. Is he... Okay, so this guy right here, is he supposed to be the new Zach? Yeah. Okay. And then they had, like... Laptops? (laughs) Yeah, I think that was supposed to be the Max. Or, like, the Max hangout spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. See, by the Bell is a great show. See by the Bell in New Class should not have been a thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, look. Screech is still there. Yeah, I know. And Mr. Belding. Yeah, explain to me that. I mean, Mr. Belding makes sense. It's a new Wait, class. Wait, who's in that? Why are we looking at that? We'll talk about it in a second. I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, they made five seasons of that? They made, let's see. No. That... Should have been kicked off TV a lot faster. Caitlin, they made more than five seasons. Well, how many seasons did they make? Take a shot in the dark. Eight. Guess when the last episode aired. 2002. 2000. Okay. January 8th, 2000 was the last episode of this show. What? Now you're asking yourself, Nigel... Why are we talking about Saved by the Bell? I am. The new class. And where did that picture go? I just want to ask you, who does that look like right there? Oh, yeah. That's one of the ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Wait, let me me look at that picture. That's horrible. Why did they do that? They ruined a good show. Why was Screech in the show still? Because he had nothing better to do? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing anything with his life. That was, like, his only way to fame. I think he was, like, a a teacher or something. I didn't really like the show, so I didn't pay very much attention because they just tried to ruin Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Well. But they're coming back with a new Saved by the Bell, and I'm so excited. (laughs) You don't even know the level of excitement I have. Zach is going to be the mayor or governor. President. Oh, no. Governor of California. Governor of California. Thank you. The governor of California. That is insane. If that's not some kind of meta commentary on Trump, here's our one Trump joke for our entire podcast. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what is. I am pumped beyond belief. I'm going to watch that. You bet I will. So just there, like I watch Grammy's World, just for Corey Matthews. So there's your <laughs> intimate connection between crazy this movie and she was one in of your something passions. else. She was in Saved by the Bell, The New Class, One Tree Hill, and Supernatural. Mm, one Tree Hill. Um, and Tamin Sursok is known for Pretty Little Liars. Fun fact. 
Never watched that show. Uh, now I know what you're asking, Nigel. What did Jake Helger never do with his life? Well, nothing. Except for a movie that is definitely going on our list for a future episode called Psycho Stripper. What? A week before her wedding, beautiful dance studio instructor Amber Clark suddenly finds herself the obsession of Hunter, the brooding, sexy, exotic male dancer from her bachelorette party, who is harboring a very dark vendetta and will stop at nothing to keep Amber from tying the knot. He also makes movies such as Deadly Matrimony, A Date by Christmas Eve, My Best Friend's Christmas, A Merry Christmas Match, well, I'm excited this for that movie. Looks awful. What even is that? A Merry Christmas match with the same dog from this movie. That dog's a movie star. Right? How okay, so answer me this question. Why do you think these directors for these rom coms that we've been watching, these Hallmark Lifetime Freeform CW rom coms, why do you think they alternate between Christmas movies and like your ex-girlfriend is a murderer. <laughs> There's a fine line between the two. You know, I was not I was kind of waiting in this movie for something to happen, some sort of accident that would have uh killed Anderson. That would be or a dark injured twist. him severely. I mean, they're busy sharpening up his ice skates. So he can't fall. Yeah, that was I know. I was like, what are what are they trying to do? They want to want him to fall Murder over him. and cut Megan's face off, or hit his head and have a concussion. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't get any of their pranks. All of their pranks were bad. Yes. Uh, what are you looking up? Oh, I got distracted by the Lindsay Mc- McKean. Yeah, she. Guess what else she was on? Hmm. Boy Meets World. Oh, that's right. I saw that, but it wasn't enough to be notable. No, but she was in two episodes, and I, I that's where, believe it or not, that's where I remember her from. The uh, Valentine's Day episode with Sean, where they take him to that, like, um, I don't know, random shed and tie him up so he can't get to his day with Angela. All of his, it's actually like kind of a remake of this movie because, like, <laughs> all of Sean's girlfriends from the past take him to the shed and tie him up and say, like, you're not going to break Angela's heart. Like, you break ours. We're going to keep you here. So she thinks you stood her up on Valentine's Day. Well, so basically, this movie. All righty then. And that concludes our episode of the Boy Meets Whoa. World podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Worlds are colliding here. You've never been more excited in your entire life. Well, I love when things collide. I feel like out of the careers that I've looked at... Now, granted, the guy who plays Anderson was in Furious 7 and The Conjuring also, along with Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Lindsay McKean probably had the most impressive career out of the people in this show. Yeah, which is, I mean, sad. Did I just call this a show? It's a movie. Movie. Should we get into it a little that bit That one's more? not her, right? No, it, okay. it, she would be listed down here. No, she was. I just didn't know if that one was her face. No, no, no. no. See, these two, those oh. are the two actresses that are in the picture. So, no, it's not Crazy. her. Crazy. Okay. 
I know. All right, I'm done with worlds colliding now. You're done with worlds colliding. It was just too exciting. I couldn't handle it. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you for tuning in. But how crazy is that, that the Boy Meets World episode that she was in was basically this episode? Was it better or worse than this? Try to be as objective as possible. Boy Meets World episode? Better than this. How? How? The whole show is a better... Okay. story right, than right, 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 this right. movie and that episode was part of the story of the epic right, right, of right, Court right, and right, Topanga. Right. But that episode on its own. Oh, it's so much better. How does it stand up to this movie? It was so how? much better. It, Sean had a real like change of heart versus Anderson who I don't think will change. Yeah, that happened way too fast. Exactly, but like Sean's change was like very genuine. And, like, because it's a progression that we see throughout the series. Let's just make this a Boy Meets World podcast. <laughs> I think that would be more better for me. I think what we should do for a series of episodes is watch all of these movies that are near and dear to your heart. And I will point out inconsistencies. No, you will not. No. Like I, do I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. When we watch no, that stop. I don't want to do that. That <laughs> takes away the fun. Let it be the magicalness of Christmas. Well, when we watch movies like this, there is no magic in Christmas. This is true. This ma- this movie sucked the magic right out of Christmas. It did. It did indeed. When Okay, so when we first meet Murph, Murphy, the Lindsay McKean character, mm-hmm. who, oh, you know who she looks like. Poop. Please tell me, because she it did drive me crazy. She I, looked like It someone. just occurred to me. I'm going to look it up. You start talking about your thoughts of the um, of the movie. Molly Parker. Who's that? She was in House of Cards. Yes. In Space. Yes. <sighs> yes. That's exactly who she looks like. All right. Wrap it up. We're done. All right. That's it. <laughs> this episode was just about... <laughs> Who is that celebrity? <laughs> what were they in? <laughs> that would be a fun podcast. Who was that celebrity? Like, if you could, like, pick a celebrity that's in a lot of stuff but not really big and then be, like, crazy. She was in all of this stuff. Yeah. Wrap it up. End of the podcast. That sounds like so much more work than I'm Yeah, but it would be fascinating. It would be a fun podcast. All right. That's what maybe that's what I should start doing with some of these actors and actresses who you are. You should. In that's things. so fun. All right, my thoughts of this movie? Yeah. Nigel, this movie was horrible. It made so many triggers for me. It was frustrating and stupid and did not have any consistencies, did not understand people in real life. It basically was garbage and poop served on a plate. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. (laughs) I would if I wanted to make this podcast about me. Uh, Okay. Here is another question for you. Tell me. Okay. So there's three ex-girlfriends in this movie. Yes. There's our main character, Livy. Mm -hmm. There's Murphy. Mm -hmm. And there's Zoe. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, when you initially meet these three characters, well, when you meet Livy, she is psycho. 
Yes. Because she's like leaning on his shoulder. She's like staring up at him. Which that whole scene reminded me of like a Christian movie. I was like expecting like, I don't know, some Casting Crowns music to play. Um, This movie is regularly available on Up, Faith and Family, which is some kind of thingamajig. Again, worlds colliding. Here's the other thing too. The swearing in this movie was on point. I liked it. It was like, like you know, an elf. Whenever he calls himself a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> ninny muffin. Ninny muggins. 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 I like muggins. muffin better, but okay. Uh, that's kind of like the extent of the language in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it was very creative too. I wish that I had written more of it down. I wish I, I had written think any of it, it down. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. It was like, oh, he's such a. A rat haired, messy, <laughs> rat haired, messy Wonka per- or gumdrop sniffer. <laughs> Christmas bad language. Christmas bad language. And then, uh, what was the other thing that I wanted to say? Oh, so we meet Murphy and we meet Zoe. Murphy's like the tough, like, lawyer person who charges people by the minute. And Which I didn't understand no. why she would even show up to this, but okay. That too. Uh, well, because they are thirsty. And Zoe is like the ditzy princess character or whatever. He has who, a very wide variety uh, taste in women. Right. I think that maybe the problem isn't necessarily with the women, but with Anderson not being smart enough to know when to say, you know what? Maybe I don't know what kind of girl I want to date. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely the villain of the story. Right. I think everybody's the villain of the story. Because yeah, they that's contributed not to making this movie. <laughs> that uh, too. Follow up question. After that initial scene when we meet Murphy and Zoe, what is the distinctive uh personality differences between those three characters? Zoe is the princess. Murphy is a lawyer. Right, 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 right. And but, the other one is the main character. But do we see that afterward? Because I feel okay, like we do Murphy see... stops being such like... Murphy stops being so hardcore. So she's just like... So I call... So this is how I would differentiate them. The one girl is a brunette and she's the main character. The other girl kind of has red hair, and I don't know why she's there. Then the blonde-haired is not smart. But then she, like, doesn't she she, she say something, like, really Yeah, she does that throughout, but it's supposed to be, like, haha, funny. Haha, <laughs> look, we thought she was an idiot, but she's really not. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then we didn't even talk about Carter yet. Carter. The guy that he hooks up with, or the what? guy that he hooks up with. Uh, the guy that Livy ends up with in the end. Oh, yeah. He was the, the other business David guy. Roll. Yes. He was the other business guy. Yes. Now, I did like that in this one, unlike being someone who is so obsessed with their job that they didn't know the true meaning of Christmas. She was like, F my job. <laughs> she was like, I hate my job. <laughs> Hey, gay best friend who works for my job, go do it instead. 
But I'm also going to get paid, question mark. But I'm going to go do this other party that's not really a party, that's really part of my secret plan with these two girls that you've never met before in my entire, in your entire life. No, he does meet them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like 30 seconds, but I don't, I, it's, it's, I don't know. No one knew what they were doing. No. I really like also when movies take, uh take things that people don't generally understand, like the internet, and try to turn it into something that it's not. Like having a website called rateyourx.com. <laughs> You're going to look up that website, aren't you? Yeah, I sure am. We're just going to sit here in silence until you pull it up. All right, let's see. Rate your X's online. Fab, fit, fun. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Let me see. But I don't think that's real. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. All right, let's talk about this movie. Oh, Lulu is a new app that lets users anonymously dish, dish about their male friends and old BFs. Comments are left in the form of hashtags, which can be negative. Hashtag manchild. Hashtag sketchy call log, or our personal favorite, hashtag can't build Ikea furniture. Or they can be positive. Hashtag looks hot all the time. Hashtag makes the bed. Hashtag snuggle machine. And then they're accompanied by a score out of 10. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like the Meow Meow Beans. from Meow Meow Beans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I award my ex-boyfriend Two meow meow beauties. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I think that's the premise of a Black Mirror episode that we haven't watched yet. Yeah. Hashtag we're relevant. (laughs) So, do you want to talk about the plot of this movie? Yeah, let me tell you what the plot was, okay? Okay. Let me tell you what it was. The plot was about this girl who was dating this douchebag guy. And um, what happens is he breaks up with her on Thanksgiving Day while he while she is at her family's house for Thanksgiving dinner. Her family thinks that he's going to propose to her, so they're all hiding two feet next to them behind these bushes and then jump out and yell surprise and act like they didn't just hear him break up with her. Yeah, that was dumb. Dumb. Okay, this girl is devastated devastated by this breakup. She's on the she couch eats for Chinese food and has semi-messy hair and a full face of makeup. And her best friend comes over and pokes her with a candy cane and says, yo, get it together. So she throws this party with her best friend and at the party, she happens to look out the, out the window right at the exact moment that Anderson is... Getting in the car with his new girlfriend. Now, it's been nine days since they broke up. And she says he was cheating on me. Which, I mean, could. Yeah, deaf. Probably. Because, you know. But also could maybe not be. Could maybe just be like a date. Right. First date after. They've been together. Anderson and the main character. Livy. Livy have been together for one year. Ish. Ish. So, I don't know. 
whatever. Take that for what you will. So basically, she's like, he's such a scumbag cheating on me. Gay best friends, like, yo, go check out this website, raymax.com. And, oh, but, like, Liv wasn't even mad at the... I'm not good at plots because I get distracted. But Liv, Liv was, like, wasn't even mad at the girl that he was with. She was like, I got to warn this girl that Anderson is a cheater. So she goes to ratemyex.com and she sees two other girls post about him. Contacts them. They all meet up, form a girl club to... A reindeer club. A reindeer ruining club. Yeah, it was like Rudolph's... Something. Rudolph's rampant reindeer Christmas. They mentioned it like one time. And they decide that they're not going to be crazy exes and just go flat out tell this girl that Anderson is a cheater. Even when the girl directly asked Liv at one point, is he a bad person? They decide not to just flat out tell her, but instead do little things to ruin their dates to somehow get this girl to understand that he's a bad person, which makes well, zero sense. To be fair, Megan doesn't meet Livy until the end of the movie yeah, 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 and yeah. then ask her yeah. after all these shenanigans but they have taken place. Yeah, but they still sing it instead of just telling her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super messed up. Yeah, so... Then what happens? Um, okay. So then Liv and these girls play practical jokes haha, on Anderson, like replacing his lactose-free milk with regular eggnog. And so he has diarrhea on their date. And then, <laughs> like, I don't know, stupid stuff. But, like, I don't know why th- that this girl that he's with would, like, my favorite is when they have the guy dress up like Santa. Yeah. And they try to convince Megan, the girl that he's dating, that he's a cheapskate. Right. By, like, trying to ask him for money as Santa Claus. And, and he's then, like, no, I don't have any cash. And then she just takes the money from him and gives him, like, $200. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> if I was Anderson, I'd be like, um, excuse me, no. Bye, girl. I don't got $200 to be thrown at every mall Santa who just asked for it. Right. And then Anderson goes like, so you're going to send me a receipt? What company that you give money to on the side of the road ever sends you a receipt? Yeah, That's you not a just, thing. like, be charitable about it. Right. So Calm down, Anderson. I yeah. mean, I guess that was, that was a minor success for the girls. So let's give them a check mark in the success yeah. column. So... What else happens? They sharpen his ice blade while he's skating so that he always falls down, hurts his back, and him and Megan now have to go home and snuggle on the couch. Ooh, got him there. My favorite part of that scene, um, you're moving very quickly for me to throw some notes notes out there, but it's fine. We'll just breeze through the plot and then we'll (laughs) talk about some other stuff. My favorite is when they're sitting outside of his apartment watching... And the one girl says he's milking her like a dairy cow. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what they were doing (laughs) to imply a moking, moking, milking situation. No. They weren't doing anything. That was probably the most disgusting thing that I heard in this entire movie. Yeah. Then they talked about, like, it's two dates too early for them to be snuggling on the couch. And then the other girls were like, 
what do you mean it's two dates too early? He snuggled me on the couch on the first date. Because literally all they were doing was like he had his arm around her. Here's the thing. Would you, okay, would you be mad if you had found out that for a prior girlfriend, I had gone on the same dates with them before you? No. Because doesn't right. that just mean like that's what you like to do as a person? Yeah, because that's what I like to do. And right. that would like when you're dating someone, you want to know if they also like the things you do. So you do right. those things with them. Right. So I don't know why they're upset. <laughs> I don't know either. But I think we should be more concerned. Should we be concerned by the fact that this guy is so consistent that they knew exactly at what yeah. point <laughs> he was going to do certain dates? Yeah. How long has he been doing this for? There's got to be more than just two oh, previous yeah. exes. Oh, yeah. He only dates them for like a year. That's the other like plot point. Yeah, and at first I thought that he was breaking up with them to not buy them Christmas gifts. Right, I thought the same. he starts dating the one right after the other at the beginning of December, so... But maybe, like, it's too early in the relationship to buy each other gifts, you know? To Some people do that. expensive gifts. Right, so they just do, like, a small Christmas. Here's a cute little teddy bear holding a candy cane. Right. He probably has, like, a closet of them. <laughs> gifts on the ready. Uh, Anderson, what is this closet full of teddy bears? <laughs> Uh, Backups. (laughs) Oh, boy. And then he poops his pants. Yeah, because they replace his lactose-free... Is that how you say that? Lactose-free eggnog? Sure. With, like, regular eggnog, and then he gets the diarrheas. Right. And she offers to get him acid reducers, Which, which I don't know if that's how that works, but... I don't think it is. I asked my brother, who's lactose intolerant, and he said that would not help him. <laughs> I was like, didn't think so. Yeah, he should probably dump this girl because not only is she giving away his money, she's also kind of an dump. idiot. <laughs> yep. All right, Kaylin, tell us all about Carter because that's the B plot through all of this. Carter because... is the other business guy. Because Libby, who... Libby can't end up alone. No. He works at Anderson's firm and he sees this psycho girl break into what she thinks is Carter's office but er, Anderson's Anderson's office office, turns out to be Carter's office and says she kind of cute I like her crazy and then pursues her to do the Christmas party and falls in love with her along the way because he makes better bows than she does I don't really know why they fell in love. I don't think they had a Kaylin. remote thing in common. I think the only thing that they shared together was the bow making thing. No, no, so. no. They had the whole conversation where she's like, I like softball. And I oh, like and he, I used to play softball. Dramas. That's right. And we had the like, montage. I like the same thing. It wasn't even a montage. It was like one scene. Right. Of them decorating Christmas tree. A Christmas yeah. tree montage of sharing in the same stuff. But we never see them partake in any of these things. Like, you could have established that easily throughout the film. But fine. Whatever. Yeah. He's also the one that's always, like, dropping these deep introspective thoughts about her and her, like, relationship and his relationship. And right. She's like, you're wrong about everything, and actually, he's not. Correct. 
because she's like, why wouldn't you marry the last girl that you were with? And he was like, I just knew that she just wanted to be married to be married. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's like Liv. <laughs> He's talking about you, girl. Yeah. And uh, eventually she learns the true meaning of Christmas. The true meaning of Josh. No, the true meaning of... What's his name? He was so forgettable. The main guy. The not the main guy. The gr- guy he ends up with. The guy that she ends up with. What's his name? I don't know. You tell me. I forget already. It's Anderson Carter. gay best friend. Oh, Carter. What's the gay best friend's name? Ty. Ty. Short for You're Tyler. really good on names. I forgot thirty seconds into the movie what everybody's name was. That's when you know that it's probably not a good movie <laughs> when you're like, oh, wait a minute, who's that name again? When you forget the main girl's name? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, he makes her crappy hot cocoa and they she loves that, question mark. Oh, I didn't know it was bad. How do you know it was bad? Because she, she's like, oh, he was like, this is the best hot cocoa in the world. And she was like, mmm. And they, like, made jokes about it. I thought it was bad, oh. but maybe it was good because she didn't No, I guess they must have been distracted at that point. Oh, boy. Um, oh, we already passed all of that. I lost place in my notes. Oh, at one point I thought of something, but then I just got so angry at the movie i wrote i hate all of this so much i forgot what (laughs) (laughs) um so she's using her own party planning business Mm -hmm. to get back at anderson because which seems like a poor long-term life goal Right. Why would she sabotage her own business in order to get back at this man? I don't think she liked her business. Her. I don't think she liked Ty. I don't think she liked I anything. think she hated her life and she was looking for a way out. She's like, yeah, I'm going to reinvent myself. I think the final part of her plan was faking her suicide. Probably. Not wrong. Would have made a more interesting movie. Probably not. That sounds <laughs> no. like the kind of thing that would happen in this movie. It does. From someone who... Uh, Made stripper murder, stalked by my stripper. Stalked by my stripper. Whatever that movie was. Stalked by my doctor? No, 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 no. Oh, the, one oh. the, the same director he made. He was like, yeah, murder psycho stripper. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Um. So the in or this is the Caitlin. What are you trying to say? I'm just trying to get us back on track and like. There's like a huge chunk of this movie that I just don't remember. I'll t- okay. It was like it was like they were they were doing the the skate thing. Mm-hmm. They were doing the the lactose thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's the party. I don't know what no, happened so there. Carter meets um Liv at the coffee shop and says like, "Hey, I want to hire you for this party." And she's like, "Okay, but I have to bring my girls." And they right. all say, "Hey, yeah, we're going to do this together." And then um, Ty finds out, and Ty is very upset because, rightly so, he's like her business partner, and yeah, is he's like her employee. Yeah, and like is not going to this party. Yeah, or told about the party at all, and um, 
So they go to this little cabin a couple days early. To set up. To set up. Also, I was confused. This is just a side note, but Anderson's business seemed like it was very large. Like there's a lot of offices and people, but only him and Carter showed up to the party and Megan. Which is Anderson's assistant slash girlfriend. So you remember when they show up for the party at like 8 a.m., but the party doesn't start until it's dark out? Right. There were a bunch of people with them. Oh. So I thought those people were people that worked there. Or maybe they were the Swedes that they were trying to impress or whatever. Yeah, they were with them. Maybe it was just supposed to be like a small thing. Maybe. I don't know. It just felt like... It didn't make sense, the size I mean, of his company and then the party. But look, they used the same extras in the ice skating scene as they did for the bikers. That like, Yes, that was hilarious. So I don't know if they had the budget for a full party's worth of people. Yeah, so they go to... Um, they go to... Well, how they want to sabotage this party for Anderson... I guess they wanted him to lose his company or lose the invest. No, their ultimate goal was to get the Swedes to not invest in his company. I, get, again, don't ha- have any idea how this was going to show Megan that he was a cheater, but that's what they wanted to do. They were going to accomplish this by letting a rat loose at the party. Right. One I forgot rat about the rat that showed up no for purpose. one scene. And then they also wanted to invite these random people to the party to be like because um carter wanted it to be very small right and they're like let's invite a whole bunch of people which i think just screws carter not anderson but okay and that's probably why he could have lost his job right murphy and princess girl decide they're going to go to a bar and invite Random people at this bar to the party. Which happen to be bikers. So th- Right. So they invite all these bar- blech, bikers to the party. Right. These bikers show up at the party. In the late, and Zoe invites the bikers because they have a baby. And she always trusts babies. Right. And then Murphy hears some honky-tonk song. And she's and like, I'm And they do karaoke. In. And they're in. Because for whatever reason, her only criteria, if they were good people, is if they played honky-tonk music. Yeah, which I feel like that is why she started dating Anderson. She has bad... uh, Character judgment. Yes, exactly. They are the worst kind of people. Yes, they are. All right, keep going. You're doing doing great. I don't want to interrupt you at this point. Okay. Um, So then... Uh, Liv goes to, they go to the cabin early to set up for the party and get everything ready. And that's when they fall in love. Right, because she's pulling the Christmas tree out of the truck and it like falls on her. And he's like, haha, she's so clumsy and cute. And then um, Carter's there, Liv's there, Murphy's there, and Princess Girl's there. And they have a setup time. Setup time. And in the midst of all of this... They fall in love, Carter and Liv. Because they're in close proximity with each other, right. creating artificial emotions that they both seek and crave. Look at you. That Carter talks about, but apparently gives into it anyway. Yep. What an idiot. Idiot. Uh, and then it's party time, I think. 
Right. Okay. So let's talk about this because the people, Anderson and the people, okay, Liv and what's his face, Carter, they're all like bromancing it up. Mm-hmm. Why did I say bromancing? I don't know. They're romancing it up. Romancing. In the kitchen. Yes. She's got. She's making eggs. Making some breakfast things. He, they like fall on the ground. They're like going to kiss. He gets her shirt all covered in waffle goo. Mm-hmm. And Anderson shows up and is like, oh, this looks great, Carter. Blah, 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 blah. I'm the boss. And well, he's like. Well, at first he was, he shows up and he sees Liv. And he's like, um. Well, because she, she, she jumps up after they're like on the floor with each other. Right. And he's like, what are you doing here? And apparently once you break up with your ex, you're not allowed to see them ever again. Especially if your company continues to use their services. For a party, because she threw last year's Christmas party. Right. And so he's like, you're not supposed to be here. Like, what are, what are you doing? What are you, like, he, for someone who uh, was doing some shady things, but wanted to act like he wasn't, he was acting pretty guilty. Yes. He acts guilty through this whole movie. Yes. Everything he does, he's like. Why, why, why? Well, he was guilty, though, so I guess it right. was his own conscious. Maybe that was a moment where the film actually was successful in the way it presented itself. Yeah, but he didn't really come across as, like, showing guilt in the right areas. No. Like, he was, yeah. And I just thought the whole thing was very funny because they were in the middle of this kitchen, and he's, like, trying to keep them all hush-hush. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, what is more public in a house than the <laughs> The kitchen. <laughs> The place where Carter was just at. Right. Because he was checking on the food that was being made. Right. Before trying to get some snogging in with Livy. <laughs> what was going on in this movie? It feels like a mess. The more I talk about the plot, the more I'm like, I don't even know what was happening. Honestly, you're making this more coherent than it was for me, and we watched it twice. Oh my gosh. Whew. I wanted to know, what time does the party start, and why was Anderson there at, like, 8 a.m.? Right, in, like, full business attire. And he wasn't even part of the people who was setting up the party. No. And then the party starts hours later because it's dark. Right. I don't know. And, but is Time is a mystery. Is this Anderson's cabin thing? Because he was mad that they drank his bourbon or whatever it was. Well, he brought that bourbon. Okay. I don't think it was his cabin, but I could be wrong. I thought it was Carter's cabin. I thought it was Carter's cabin, too. But I remember him saying, like, right. I brought a bottle of this bourbon. Okay. For myself. Because that's the type of person that Anderson is. He goes to a party and brings, like, expensive bourbon, but, like, it's only for him. Right. Yeah. That's the type of person he is. So, uh, my favorite is when she says that she made sangria with a secret ingredient because I wrote down to myself is the secret ingredient sangria. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's the kind of humor that I needed with myself to get through this. <laughs> uh, Ty shows up and he's all upset. Which like you don't see Ty for like a huge portion of this movie and then he shows back up and then you're like, oh, yeah, he's a character too. Yeah, he's like off planning his own party for Livy. Yeah. For her company. Yeah. Why he shows up to this party, I, I don't, don't know. know. He like shows up. Oh, because up. the princess invites him. Because um, Liv says, what are you doing here? And the princess girl goes, you said we could invite whoever we wanted. Oh. Did they become friends at yeah, some point? Yeah, because of the, the dog. 
he makes some comment about her dog, and then she's like, he loves you, and he, like, licks his face. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and because he was friends with uh, the actor, her other friend, the Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Those were all things that happened. <laughs> This movie was a mess. It was. And it just gets messier because Liv puts on this dress that makes her look like a rubber tire. Yes. It It was hideous. It was probably the worst dress in existence. You should not wear this dress. Never wear this dress. Um, Then she tries to have a conversation with Carter and he's like, it's, it's cool, it's this cool. This is my least favorite movie trope. Because, like, if, if I was talking and you interrupted me and I had to tell you something important, I would be like, Nigel, listen to me. I need to tell you this. No, there's no time. <laughs> then I would just no, scream it at she, you. He, he, I've, I've been with her and <laughs> like, like, there's no, I don't even want anyone to pretend like you can't get the truth out. No. You can't get the truth You out. always could get There's the truth no out. There's no time for Carter to listen to what she has to say. The only time you could not get the truth out is if, like, Carter received a phone call at that moment that both of his parents just died in a horrendous car accident. And he's like, I gotta go. That is the only time it is okay to not tell the truth. I mean, not lie, but you just yeah. don't need to talk. Well, he basically, like, mansplains her own, own like, relationship. He's yeah. like, I get it, I get it. Like, you you guys had a thing. Because everyone likes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even, like, he, he, he assumed that they didn't date. Right. But that, like, she was into him. Yeah. And you're telling me that he didn't know that they dated? Like, you're telling me that Liv never showed up at the office, which she clearly had because she knew which office was Anderson's. So he That's never saw her around the office. Like We don't know when Carter started. Well... Because it used we to do, because he was office. at the last Christmas party. Oh, that's right, because he hired her based on that. That's yeah. funny. So. Which they would have been dating at the last right. Christmas party. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> I was like, good point. You know, Carter, you're going to get some points from me, but the longer we talk, the more I'm like, this guy's just as dumb as everybody else is in this movie. He is. He is. Actually, you know who's kind of smart? Who? Megan. Just kidding, because she says the acid reducers thing. She's on the same playing field as everybody else. And then they sang a song. The worst song in the history of songs. Right before they sing the song. Right before Megan straight up asks Liv, is Anderson too good to be true? Right. And all, straight up. All she needs to do is just name drop the rape my ex thing. Right. Which she does. Which she does, but, but she also like, could have just said, honestly, we dated before. Has he told you about me? Like, even that would be enough. Yeah. Shift the blame on Anderson, not right. her. Right. Simple. It's yeah. Not that complicated. But yeah. no, she sings a song about it. Yeah. A drunken which, song that doesn't which make just, any sense. Megan somehow believes this song from a girl that she just met. Yeah. And everyone believes the song from this girl that is throwing the party instead of Anderson, who they've known for a long time. Yeah. That, I'm going to go ahead and call BS on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't she have just said, hey, when did you and Anderson start dating? And then yeah. the girl say like, oh, November 2nd. And he was like, well, he didn't break up with me until after Thanksgiving. So 
Yeah. Do the math on that one. Yeah. That's all, like, literally this whole problem could have been resolved with that conversation. There are a lot of things that could be resolved via communication in this movie. Uh, okay. (sighs) Carter tells them that they made fools of themselves, and I said, well, yeah, because their singing was terrible. That was bad. Carter uh, tells them, or tells Liv that Anderson had all the power the whole time because she couldn't get over him. Uh, True. And then Zoe says something smart, but I was more, I don't remember exactly what she said, but I was like, I was more taken back by her line, you learn a lot eavesdropping on third graders eating pizza. Yeah, what? And that reminded me of that, that like, meme on Twitter where parents, like, post things and say that their child said it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, shut up, Karen. Your child did not say that. Accurate. It's like, Zoe, no third grader is going to be as profound as you were in that (laughs) sense. Shut up. I don't know. She wasn't that bright. That's true. But what she said was incredibly not third grader level. Right. Um, Anderson has a change of heart right then and there. Megan breaks up with him. Because uh, of a song that three random girls sang. Right. Uh, three, or er, uh, Liv's mom is probably mentally abusive. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't eat any more pie. Like, you're going to get fat. And, like, you should call Anderson. I bet he's thinking about you right now. And Liv's like, why would I do that? Yeah. And the mom's like, oh, Anderson, he's such a good guy. <laughs> and Liv's like, I'm going to go eat some more pie now. <laughs> This is why I eat so much. <laughs> yeah. I honestly just really wanted another nine minute pie eating scene like in uh It would have been very different story. comparative to a ghost story. Right. It would have been pretty funny instead of like tragic well, and yeah, uncomfortable. But also like not as good as the ghost story. Oh, definitely nowhere <laughs> near as good as the ghost story. Um she makes up with Ty at his party that he threw for the lady. This is a New Year's Eve party. Yes, because and then Liv sends Carter a letter saying that she's sorry. He doesn't care if he wants to see her anymore, but she's sorry. And that's all that matters because she learned her lesson, question mark. I don't know if he cheats on her. She's going to do the same thing again. Right. And then he shows up at the party at the end and they kiss at midnight. Yep. And now they're together. Now then, together. this woman who thanks Ty and Liv for throwing her the party says to a man that she barely knows, hey, do you want to meet my gay son? So I mean, she doesn't say, do you want to meet my gay she son? Basically she basically like, do you want to meet my son? And I'm like, why are you? That's fine. <laughs> oh, and Megan, Anderson's new ex-girlfriend, hooks up with oh, Santa Oh, with Santa Claus. Claus, which I thought, he, yeah, yep. Hooks up with Santa Claus. Yep. We all thought that he was going to hook up with Ty. Yeah. But to change he... the story. Yeah. We're going to introduce this random character in the last 30 seconds so that everybody doesn't have to be alone Except on New Year's. for the two girls. And Anderson. And Anderson. But he no, deserves to be alone. Doesn't Zoe end up with someone at the end? Who would she end up with? I don't remember. She doesn't end up with anyone. Okay. Are they there at the party at yeah, the end? Yeah. Yeah. They're there. Well, maybe they found each other. Maybe they they have the friendship. They said that. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. we found a 
girl friendship now. Maybe that's like their new standard of men. That's what that's what Zoe was talking about. She was like, maybe our problem is that we need to raise our standards of men, which is definitely something a third grader would talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. You know what the new thing is in elementary school? Don't ask me why I know this. <laughs> if you're dating a boy and you're a girl, you give the boy your scrunchie. Because like scrunchies are back in style. Scrunchies are back in style now. And you give them to the boy you're dating. And the boy gives you his letterman jacket. His third grade letterman no. jacket. <laughs> The scrunchie replaces the Letterman jacket, but now the girls give it to the boys, so. Well, your favorite gum's going to come back in style. Feminism. <laughs> so, that's the movie. I think this movie could Roll be improved credits. by... Not existing. Well, okay. That's true for every movie we talk about on here. But I think the most way that they could improve it is that they take things so far that they almost kill Anderson. <laughs> and I also think that, like, okay, I think that a better lesson could have been learned in yeah. this movie had he ended up with Megan in the end. Yeah. Like, what if he actually found the girl? Right. And he, Lost like, sat her. down with... Livy, Murphy, and Zoe. And apologize for being Why do all of their names bag? end with E? Is that supposed to be symbolic of the type of girl that he's chasing mm. after before he meets Megan? Get it? I think it is. Okay. He never even apologizes to Megan or Zoe. Right. He just apologizes to Livy. Well, I think he just knew that Zoe was too dumb to appreciate <laughs> it or something. I don't know. But Murphy would have appreciated it's like, it. It's like he dated the the fun girl, then he dated the stuck-up girl, then he dated the psycho girl who's a combination of the two, and then he dated a girl that was kind of normal. Yeah, from what we see. Right. Not that bright, though. And it would have been, I think it would have been more meaningful for Livy to learn more about herself if she realized that Anderson had found a girl that he, wasn't in, he was legitimately interested in mm -hmm. versus test-driving these three girls that he clearly had nothing in common with. Right. Because there's instead, nothing wrong with, like, figuring out the right person, but, like, you don't do it when you're in a relationship. Well, you don't cheat on them. Right. That's the important thing. Right. So, like, he can date those different types of girls, just break up with them before you start dating somebody else. Yeah. And maybe don't date your secretary multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> not good. But uh, do you think she goes back to work for him after that? Oh, secretary. man, she lost her man and her career in the same day? Yeah. That's why you don't date your boss. This is very accurate. Hashtag Don Draper. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I would improve this. I think he should have ended up with Megan in the end mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense for Megan to end up with Santa Claus. That actually would make a better story. Like a marginally better story. Yeah. It'd still be a bad Christmas movie, but it, it would have more... Meaning. Yes. Meaning. And I think it would have proved Carter's point about how, like, some girls just want to get married. And, like, he broke up with a girl because that's all that she really wanted. They mm -hmm. weren't really friends. Mm hmm And maybe Anderson found a friend. Yeah. I like that. 
This is the first time that we've had like an impervious this movie that it was didn't really good and in like a prank war or like <laughs> Tiny Ants or Stop. Tom Hardy. Stop. Also, we should watch Love Actually. A lot of people think it's a good movie, but I'm here to tell you it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I, Christmas movie. Well, we'll add it to our list for next year. Okay. Next week we're watching like a Christmas town or something like that. Oh boy. And then holiday in handcuffs. I'm so excited for that one. Right. Some Mario Lopez. Mario action. Lopez, AC Slater. Some, <laughs> Some Sabrina. More, <laughs> Some more uh Saved by the Bell connections. Yes. All right. Caitlin. The Christmas Prince scale of Christmas. Okay. One out of five. Mm-hmm. Zero out of five. How incidental was Christmas to this story? I'm going to go with a three. Because, listen, because we needed a Christmas party to be had to have Zoe to plan. You mean Livy to plan? Livy the plan. Yes. All right. Rebuttal. It could what have been any party. It could have been any party. <laughs> yes. Because they were just impressing some investors. Right. But... It could be any party, so that's why I give it a three, because they chose Christmas. <laughs> okay, I changed my answer. I changed my answer. Uh, one. Okay. So, I also put a three, but for a different reason. Yours is a stupid reason. <laughs> I said a three, because he at least breaks up with them oh. consistently around Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. Can I do my answer back to a three? <laughs> <laughs> Let's split the difference. Let's give it a two now. Okay. Uh, also, Santa Claus, question mark? Oh, yeah. How would they get him to donate the money to the Santa? Great point. How could they back switch his eggnog? Back, well, they could have just, yeah, nobody goes home and just has a glass of milk. <laughs> right. At least no adult does. Right. So let's go back How to How would three. they sharpen his ice skates to make him fall and almost die? Right. Okay. 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 Three. Something that we should point out, though, might take a point off. I don't know where this movie took place. No. But Probably California. Zero snow anywhere. Yeah. But they're all bundled up as if it was snowing outside. In some scenes. In and in some, some scenes, scenes, like, she's wearing a tank top to the outdoor Christmas party, so right, it made no sense. Right, it made no sense. Right. Thank you for the feedback. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop playing with my phone while we're. Uh... That scared the out of me. Sari, thank you for the feedback. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I have a funny series story for you later. Okay. Kay. Perfect. Can't wait to hear it. Great. <laughs> Will Carter and Livy last? Did Livy learn her lesson? Carter seems to have his head on straight. I think that Livy still wants to just be married. Right, but she's thinking about what he said now. Yeah. Now that she knows the truth of the world. I think that she they probably will end up together. Do you think they stand a chance? In this crazy mixed up world that we live in. Maybe, because he calls her out on her crap and she kind of changes. That's true. And she's not mad at Well, she gets a little peeved, but then she says, oh, wait a minute. You're kind of right. Yeah. So, maybe. Okay. 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 Will Anderson ever find love? 
No. Probably not. He said that we he changed. We never at really the end, see him change. Like, did he? No. No. All right. It's time for the definitive bad movie date night ranking list. Where does this movie go on our list, Caitlin? Under my future boyfriend. Or... I would honestly put it underneath Plan 9. Like, above the Meg. I would watch Plan 9 before I would watch this movie, but... That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, then you're right. Yeah. Under kind of Plan like 9. Everything from, like, the Meg down is something I never want to watch again. Yeah. This movie is also one I never want to watch again. But you could convince me to watch Plan 9 again. Yeah. I would put it under Plan 9. Okay. So, the Meg, thanks Killing, and Alone in the Dark are moving down one position to make room for Girlfriends of Christmas Prast after oh, Plan 9. Oh, boy. Good one. It is. Caitlin, do you have any more thoughts that you want to say to wrap us up? This movie was bad, and it did not at all do anything to teach anyone a lesson. It had a platform to teach people not to cheat on other people, but it didn't even successfully do that. Right. It had a platform to teach you how not to be a crazy girl. Did not even do that. Right. So this movie was a waste of time. It teaches you no moral values. The only good that came out of this movie was the random connections between Boy Meets World and Saved by the Bell, which, not Saved by the Bell, but Boy Meets World is a great show that can teach you morals if you are interested in learning morals, you should watch Boy Meets World. And if you're le- interested in learning about how to be a terrible person, <laughs> go to YouTube and search for Zach Morris is Trash. It will be the best series of hours that you'll spend collectively in your life. You're not wrong. All right. As always, hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Go check out a ajourneyintofilm.com for some really cool reviews and some t-shirts and some what else do we have on there all the kinds of things all the things we have all the things that you could possibly imagine if you like good movies and bad movies you can follow us on facebook and instagram at journey into film and we will talk to you guys next week merry christmas merry christmas